You're listening to the podcast made for, made for TV Christmas movies. Hi, I'm Grace Topinka, and I am back to review your favorite made-for-TV Christmas movies. And today, I watch Netflix's original movie, The Princess Switch, with my friend Chelsea, who hates Christmas. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that, and it's a lie. Um, I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday after Easter. Okay, but you don't like made-for-TV Christmas movies. Correct. I tend to like those classical Christmas movies more. You know, like White Christmas is my favorite Christmas movie. White Christmas is like the black and white Christmas movie from the 50s. Uh, It is not black and white, but... (laughs) (laughs) It looked black and white in that one video you forced me to watch. (laughs) No, they were wearing a blue dress. The sisters were wearing blue dresses. Oh my god. Okay. Well, anyways, Chelsea is not into made-for-TV Christmas movies, really, but I think you did watch Princess... The Princess... Inheritance? No. Christmas Prince? Yeah, that one. That one. I did watch that. I was dying with the flu on my couch. I needed some sort of content on in the background that I didn't have to think about. So I put that on. Everybody loves a good royal Christmas story. And you secretly enjoyed it. I secretly enjoyed it, I guess. Okay. But I was also dying of the flu, so. That's fair. Okay, so today I made her watch, well, we agreed to watch The Princess Switch, which was... Another royal Christmas movie. I know, they love princesses. They're always in some, like, weird, fake English country called, like, Genovia, Bogovia. Andovia. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's just get into recapping it. Let's do it. Okay, so the movie starts, we meet Stacy. She lives in Chicago, which is where we live. We're in Chicago. And she owns uh, her own bakery. Mm -hmm. Um... And people, someone walks in and is like, oh, this is the best kept secret in Chicago. So she's a good baker, but she's not super well known. Although it seems pretty successful. It's like downtown. Right. River North, which is a really ritzy area in Chicago. That's what it seems like. Yeah. So if her bakery is not successful, I don't know how she makes rent. But anyways, of course, her sous chef is a super hot childhood friend (laughs) named Kevin. Super hot. Um, yes, he's a hot single dad, which is very common in made-for-TV Christmas movies. And it is, usually if it's like a hot childhood friend, they end up together at the end. But, spoiler alert, well, whatever. I mean, you can guess what happens. It's called the princess switch, and they switch places, and they fall in love with each other's. It's like, the this is like who she should be in love with, but she's not, because they're just friends. But, oh, also Vanessa Hudgens, this is very important. Vanessa Hudgens plays the main person. And so that's why I felt like this one was going to be okay, because she doesn't have to do Christmas movies. Right. Like, she doesn't. She doesn't have to do a Netflix original movie, but she read the script for this and was like, yes, <laughs> I want to do that. Agree immediately. <laughs> I want to practice my English accent. Yep. Um, okay. So anyways, Gavin, or Kevin, I thought his name was Gavin for the first half of the I movie. I did too. Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe because you called him Gavin for the first half of the movie. Maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> could be that. So anyways, Kevin has a really cute daughter named Olivia, or Liv, and she comes into the bakery and she tells them, um, like, hey, there's a, what is it, like a... Baking competition. Yeah, in some... Belgravia or Belgavia <laughs> or whatever it is. And you get, like, pay, or they fly you out and they put you up in a hotel and it's a fairy tale and blah, 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 and they should go. And Vanessa Hudgens, or her name is Stacy in the movie, she's like no, I can't go. We can't close before Christmas. And Olivia's like, actually, you can. (laughs) 
actually, Stacey, you can. <laughs> Which I don't know. I thought that maybe Kevin would stay behind and run the bakery. I thought that that was what's going to happen. Because <laughs> then I thought the princess was coming to Chicago, but now Kevin goes with them. So they did legitimately just like shut down yeah. the bakery before For Christmas. For Christmas, which is. You know, I mean, I don't know, maybe not the best business move, especially if she's not well-known, which she seemed to be pointedly telling everybody at the beginning of the movie. (laughs) Um, But Kevin does tell her, or she says, like, I'm not good at spontaneous, which will become a theme throughout the rest of the movie. (laughs) Um, So she's not going to do it. But then she's walking down the street, and she runs into her ex-boyfriend, Paul, who Kevin had mentioned earlier, like, you're not over Paul. Oh, because she also, like... And Kevin was like, are you just going to spend Christmas alone? Because apparently she broke up with her boyfriend, Paul, after three years, and she has, like, no family. So she, she's like, yeah, I just want to, I'm not ready yet. I'm just going to spend Christmas alone. But she runs into Paul, and, of course, he, his girlfriend, like, comes out, Taylor. Surprised they gave her a name, considering she's only in it for two seconds. Yeah. But, anyways, Stacy's like, or Taylor's like, hi, who are you? And Stacy's like, I'm sure Paul's mentioned me. <laughs> like, that's so weird. It's such to a s- random thing to say. Like, you don't want to be that girl, that ex-girlfriend, like, oh, you mean <laughs> your current boyfriend didn't tell you about me? You don't know all about me? But <laughs> Taylor's like, actually, no, he's never mentioned you before. And we're going to Paul's parents' house for Christmas. So then to, like, make up for it, Stacy says that she's going to this baking competition in Belgravia. And to be fair, I thought it would be a bigger plot point later on, the fact that Paul sees her there, or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, you're right. It just never comes up again. It never comes up. It's just like, whatever. It's just that we know that she's broken. Okay, so anyways, um, after seeing Paul, she runs into this old man who's working at like a Salvation Army thingy. And in my notes, I put wise old man because I just knew it. Every time there's like a wise or an old man in one of these movies, they're always like wise. And I made a note about him and he did end up coming up in the movie like a million more times. But anyways, what does he tell her? He's like... He says the... Okay, there's this John Lennon quote (laughs) that they quote a million times throughout the movie. Kevin says it first at the very beginning. And then this wise old man says it almost immediately after she runs into Paul. Um, and it's something like, oh, it's, life happens when you're busy planning, or something yeah. like that. Which is poignant, Yes, because um, Stacy loves planning. That's like, all these characters are so one-dimensional, but anyway, she, she's like obsessed with planning and making schedules, which we'll talk about. <laughs> you'll, you'll understand later. So anyway, so then like the next scene, they are already are flying into Belgravia, and they don't get put up in a hotel, they get put up in like this giant beautiful farmhouse (laughs) it's like a huge cabin i guess there's only four people in the competition sure but it's like a small town anyways um they can afford to do this i guess so these they go into the cabin it's really cute beautiful it's like and the town is like this beautiful like little christmas village um yeah so anyways okay so then when they're in the cottage Kevin keeps wanting to, like, be spontaneous and, like, explore. And then Stacy's like, no, we want to stay on the schedule. Schedule. (laughs) Well, she says schedule at this point, but she will say schedule later on. Um, And Kevin's kind of gaslighting her to be like, you're so uptight. (laughs) It's like, you're only... 
she made a <laughs> yeah. like you're in this small little city for less three than a days. week. No, not even. They're there for like three days. Yeah, they're there for three days. And of course you need to keep schedule or you're not gonna you're not gonna get to see the sites. You're not gonna get to do anything. And you have this baking competition that yeah. you have to do everything around. Like And the baking competition stop gaslighting <laughs> can like make or break her career. And then he's like getting mad at her for like not fo- or I don't know. She she wants to like stay in and like focus. Focus on the competition. But um anyways, then we learn that Oh, okay. So they do end up going to, like, the square, and the wise old Salvation Army man is, like, in Belgravia, and Stacy's like, do I know you? He's like, no, how could I be in Chicago? Wink, wink. So I don't know if he's magical. It doesn't really... Well, he kind of does some magic later. Eh. To the queen. I just think it's a unique and interesting plot device. Yeah. There usually is some, like, element of magic in these things. Right. Well, they talk about fate and all that stuff, and whether or not you believe in fate or magic. Is this a metaphor for if you believe in God? <laughs> so is this, that why, later. <laughs> is this wise old man Jesus Christ um, Jesus Christ Superstar yes this is a sequel this is a prequel <laughs> to Jesus Christ Superstar um, okay so while they're downtown they learn that the prince Prince Edward is marrying a duchess <gasps> on New Year's Eve and the duchess is so camera shy that nobody knows what she looks like which is very convenient for the princess switch which is about to happen I'm just assuming people know what this movie is about I, I mean if you don't know what a Hallmark movie is about Based if on the title, then. Netflix. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. No offense. <laughs> meant. Um, well, you can in the in the previews, it's like a parent trap type thing. Vanessa Hudgens is playing two people that like switch places. So the Duchess is obviously the person that Vanessa is going to switch places with. But it's called the Princess Switch, and she's technically not a princess. She's not. She's a Duchess, but I guess a Duchess <laughs> Switch doesn't have that kind of ring to it. Yeah. Um, so anyways, no one knows what this duchess looks like, which is not possible. Like, if you is, are... No. No, if you're, like, a royal family... Right. think about when Kate and What's-Her-Face fa- what's had their <laughs> kids. Like, she's outside the hospital less than 24 hours later holding that baby beautifully made up, and the baby's there. Yeah. Like, are you kidding? People would definitely know who she was. Yeah. Um, so that happens. And then um, they're, like, in the Christmas market, and this car drives by really fast, and it's Prince Edward in the <gasps> car. So that's, like, technically their first meeting, but they don't actually say anything yeah. to each other. But Stacy like, runs out of the way and yells at the car for almost running into her. Um, anyways, then she runs into Brianna, who is her nemesis from Le Cordon Bleu Institute, who is also in the competition. And she um, won the competition last year. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that whole part is kind of dumb. It's completely irrelevant to the plot. <laughs> I have to say, this movie is really long. It's an hour and 45 minutes, which is <laughs> extremely Insane. long for a Christmas movie. So they added a lot of unnecessary stuff. And I feel right. like... Where Brianna- they could have taken out something like Brianna Michaels from Le Cordon Bleu, Beverly Hills, Nemesis, at yeah. the bacon competition, and focused on... Frank, for instance, who we will talk about later. But <laughs> Frank, the mystery character, who we're supposed to... I don't know if we're supposed to let... No, I don't know. We'll, we'll get there later. But um, what else about... Oh, I think the only reason why they wanted Brianna in is because someone thought of the line. Cause, so they went to school together, and Stacy implies that Brianna was like sleeping with the professors at Le Cordon Bleu, which like, is really weird. Um, but she used the line, she was like saucing their berries. Which is saucy. Yeah, but I feel like that... I feel like a writer thought of that line and they based the entire movie <laughs> around <laughs> that, that line. Right. They were like, okay, what else do we need? We have 
berries, we have saucing, we have a baking competition, <laughs> we need a princess switch. We need Vanessa Hudgens. She does make the movie, I think. She does. Like, I don't know if I, well, I probably still would have watched it if she wasn't <laughs> in it, but she was, she was good in it. Yeah. Um, so anyways, then Stacy runs into Lady Margaret, who is also Vanessa Hudgens, and they realize that they look the same, and luckily, when they run into each other, they're like, oh, we look alike, and they, like, turn to the right, and there's a giant full-length mirror right there. Convenient. <laughs> yeah. It's a great shot. Um, and then Margaret's like, why don't you come up to my castle, and let's talk about you making my wedding cake, wink, wink, and she's super shady about it, um, and Stacy like naively believes that she's actually going to go make this right wedding cake let's go have a consultation um and then there is like a scene right before she goes to the castle where it shows olivia or Liv and her dad kevin and um olivia's like kevin or dad why aren't you and stacy dating and then kevin like really drives home like stacy and i are friends from high school she's too intense for me like we- like what and, and also like she is not intense no. at all. She's, she's a normal person who has normal goals and yeah. normally wants to just follow the plan that people have yeah. in place. <laughs> well, also, I mean, I don't know. She's kind of cool. She, like, built this bakery right. from, I don't know, whatever. Anyways. Hugely independent, strong. Yeah, but he's making it seem like she's nuts. And also, she's just, like, a super gorgeous, like, your best friend from high school that you work together, obviously, and it's the godmother of your kid. But she's like, oh, no, she's too intense. Like, it could never right. work between us. Um, but I guess that's important for the rest of the movie. Um, anyway, so then we go back to Stacy and Margaret. They're at the castle, and they realize they might be, like, super, super distant cousins, which makes no sense. Right. Because you're not going to be identical. Yeah. <laughs> like, cousins. literally identical from being, like, <laughs> seventh cousins. Yeah. But they accept that as, like, a good explanation. And then Margaret is saying that she wants to be a normal girl, and so, like, she wants to switch places. And it's only like for... she only wants to be a normal girl for, like... She just wants to give it a try. Yeah. She's never done it before. Before she gets married. Right. Because she's only met Prince Edward, like, twice, so she's not really that into him, or she doesn't even know him. But she only wants to do it for two days, and they're not even leaving Belgravia for it to happen. Exactly. So I don't really think she's going to learn that much about it, except she will fall in love. Spoiler. There's never, You can't really do a spoiler for these movies, because it's <laughs> like, you just know from watching the preview exactly what happens. Right. There should be a, like, made-for-TV Christmas movie where it's, like... It completely <laughs> the, breaks them all. Yeah. <laughs> the ending is, like, terrible. Yeah. Um, so Stacy doesn't want to do it, but she does agree because Olivia wants to do like this ballet scholarship. Which they never circle back around to, by the way. Oh yeah. Do they, end, do they live at the very end? They it doesn't say. say. Yeah. I assume she got it. But, I summer. mean, obviously, but you would think that like maybe the last scene in the movie would be her doing a friggin' ba- yeah, song and dance done- at the wedding. Yeah. Sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she agrees to do it, and then so then there's like a little parent trap montage of them. They like cut Stacy's hair, and they go over the family tree. I only have a walk. Yeah, <laughs> that was like a funny scene. I only wish they would have like pierced each other's ears. That would be hysterical. <laughs> yeah, this is. I feel like they definitely do a lot of winks to the parent trap for sure. So it's like on purpose. Um, and then Vanessa or Stacy, sorry, Vanessa Hudgens as Stacy does like her bad English accent, which is funny because I thought her real English accent that she tries to do to be Margaret was, like, bad, but then I heard the difference between that and, like, when she's pretending to do a bad accent. Um, But, yeah, so they switch, and, oh, we didn't talk about the hat, the baseball cap. Oh, it's important. (laughs) 
let's start over. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we open up with Stacy, and she's no. Um, so Stacy has this hat, a Chicago baseball cap, which, like, people do wear baseball caps in Chicago, but it's mostly like Cubs or the Bears, Bears. or. White the Black Fox. Fox, exactly. But they probably just didn't have copyright to use those logos. Right. <laughs> so she just wears a hat that says Chicago. <laughs> because everybody in Chicago wears the Chicago hat. <laughs> and it's also a baseball cap, which you don't wear in the winter. Like that does Which is another thing. Like her wardrobe in the win- middle of winter in Chicago, she's wearing this like light, light puffer jacket, open, yeah. to, unzipped. Unzipped. <laughs> With, like, a lazy scarf and a baseball. <laughs> yeah. That is not... In Chicago, you're wearing, like, a full-on, like, down-to-your-knees winter coat zipped up all the way with, like, a... Earmuffs. Yeah. Face wrap. <laughs> hand warmers. A like. giant scarf. Um, but anyways, they switch the Chicago cap and then whatever. Stacy puts on some weird English pink dress that a duchess would wear, I guess. Um... And then they switch places. And then we show Margaret meeting Gavin and, or Kevin. (laughs) And she's, like, immediately attracted to him. He's very cute. And he's, like, um, or he notices that she cut her hair because the prince, or the duchess has really short hair. He's, like, what? You cut your hair out of the blue? That's not like you. And then he, like, like, falls in love with her. Right. (laughs) He's, like, wait, what? Are you less intense than you were less than 24 hours ago? You got a haircut? You're so spontaneous. (laughs) I'm in love with you. Um, (laughs) and then we go back, it goes back to Stacy and the Duchess's assistant who is in on the switch. Her name is Mrs. Donatelli or Miss Donatelli. And she tells Stacy that the Duchess is very spontaneous. It's like, they can't drive. (laughs) They can't drive home these personality traits enough. It's like every scene is like, she likes to plan things. She's spontaneous, and they actually say it out loud. Yeah, and it's, but at the same time, if you were to put them in the same room with each other, they act identical to one another. I Yeah. There's nothing, like, ultra spontaneous about the princess slash duchess. Yeah. Or anything ultra, like, control freak, super planny about Stacey. Yeah, they're both, like, I don't know. Pretty yeah. normal. Um, but anyways... Prince. Oh, okay. No, this is when. So she's trying on all of the Duchess's clothes, and she puts on this like giant hat. She's wearing her pajamas, and Prince Edward knocks on the door. And um, the huge plot point here is that Prince Edward is not supposed to be here for the days that she's pretending to be the princess. Right. That's like one of the only reasons, plus the ballet thing, that she says, "Fine, I'll do it. I'm just going to be hanging out in the room. Nothing's going to happen. Blah blah blah. I'm not going to see any of the royal family." Yeah, she's like, it won't be that hard, but because Prince Edward's supposed to be in Spain for two days. Right. So he, like, comes by at night to say bye, and she's wearing this hat, and she's, I don't know, she makes up some weird excuse for why she's wearing the hat. Instead of just being like, I was just trying it on. She was like, we always wear hats when we drink tea. He's (laughs) like, even in your pajamas? Um, But, anyways, they find out that they both, they quote the little prince, Mm -hmm. some quote about... Which is a different version of the quote that Kevin and the old man from Salvation Army said. The Beatles quote. Right. Life. No, but, no, this one is like uh, some, a goal without a plan is just a dream. So it's kind of like the opposite of that. It's like their, their version of that. Because right. they like to plan things. So anyway, so Prince Edward likes to plan. <gasps> oh surprise, my surprise. He's not spontaneous at all. Even though he's not... Anyways. We'll get <laughs> yeah, there okay. because there are some things. So um, 
they leave, and then the next morning she has to go eat breakfast with the king and queen, and that's actually kind of a funny scene because she like walks in like a robot and she's trying to say all these British phrases. She says <laughs> "pretty tell," <laughs> and the king looks up at her like, "Uh, hello." <laughs> okay, that's probably what I would do if I was I in it. <laughs> pretty tell. Oh, I'm oh, a I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and then when Prince Edward comes in, and he's like, actually, I canceled my flight to Spain, so I'm here for the next and few days. And she spits her tea everywhere. Yeah, but she's like, oh, smashing. Smashing. <laughs> Doubly smashing. Doubly smashing. She sa- those are actual lines. Yes, she does say that. Um, and then Prince Edward gives her this beautiful tiara as a gift and says he's organized a countryside horseback ride. Ooh, um, for them together. But, like, while this is happening, the king tells Frank, his little assistant, who's, like, this weird little, like, squirmy dude, and he says, he's like, the duchess is acting weird. Like, keep an eye on her. So these are, like, the bad guys, right. I guess, because they're trying to figure out the princess switch. Like, right. that's what it kind of wants you to believe. Um, so, yeah, and that happens. And then we switch back. Margaret is at the cottage, and she's trying to cook breakfast, but she burns it, and Olivia comes down, or I keep calling her Olivia, but I think they only call her Liv in the movie. Right. I don't remember. (laughs) Um, Sorry. I'm just crazy. So (laughs) Liv comes downstairs and is like, you never burn things, and then wants to do a secret handshake, which is another homage to the parent trap. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it the same secret handshake? No. I was, no, the parent, it's kind of similar in the beginning. Right, because they do the butt thing, remember? Like the doot-doot. The parent trap one is much longer. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Um, And then Olivia's like, well, maybe we should go. She's like, let's go just get breakfast in the square because you burnt the breakfast. Mm -hmm. Even though she just burnt the toast. It was just toast. Yeah. The pancakes looked pretty good. Olivia's like, you suck. Let's go get breakfast in the square. Yeah, you can't make toast. I'm not eating anything. (laughs) But then Olivia's like, oh, yeah, the square where we bought the Christmas tree. It's like, you're, Why? <laughs> you're there for three or four days, but you bought a Christmas tree and you decorated it? Like, right. And another plot point is she wants, Olivia wants to join this summer camp for ballet. That's what Stacy gets the princess to agree to give her for the mm-hmm. switch. But they can't afford it, right? But they can <laughs> afford to buy all of these Christmas decorations, a Christmas tree, the stockings. I mean... Obviously, that's not enough to get you through summer camp, but it's just like, if you can't afford the summer camp, don't spend your money willy-nilly on these things that you don't need. On temporary Christmas trees. Although, okay, but the cottage was decorated when they first got there. But it was extra decorated, like, the more the movie went on. Afterwards? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, These people love Christmas. That's why they're in a Christmas movie. Um, But, anyway, so, like, Margaret goes upstairs to change, and Stacy calls... Margaret's phone to be like Prince Edward is staying like what do I do but she left her phone downstairs and Olivia sees it and sees that like the name Stacy is coming up Stacy is calling Stacy hmm hmm. yeah she's very suspicious she's a smart girl she's supposed to be eight but she's She's definitely like 11 or 12 yeah um and then we switch back to Stacy and Edward, who are going on the horseback riding thing. And <laughs> Stacy's wearing a really cute horseback riding. She looks outfit. great. Yeah. No, she like comes out, and Edward's like, "Oh damn!" Like she looks good. And then <laughs> they go to the horse, and she's like, "I've never ridden a horse before." And <laughs> or no, she doesn't. She's it's like implied in her mind she's thinking that, but she her like Margaret is supposedly like a really good horseback rider, and so <laughs> Stacy like tries to get up on the horse, but literally flips like. <laughs> flips over. Yeah. And it's she's like, oh, the horses in Montenero are much shorter. They're more like 
big ponies. But then she also is like, oh, it's my riding pants are too tight. Let me stretch around. <laughs> I forgot. And this is where I felt the most connected to <laughs> Stacy, who was pretending to be Margaret. She's like in her riding pants and she starts doing these like major squats and lunges. <laughs> She's like, I gotta stretch the seams out. And the prince is like, uh. I think he likes it. I think he's kind of into it. But also just the fact that I feel like it'd be, it's hard to like, like what she flip over a horse like that. She has to really overshoot. But anyway, she does get on the horse and they go riding and it's beautiful. And um, they get off at like this overlook yep. and he like brushes something out of her eye. It and looks like snow. Yeah. And it's, but it's really weird because they like almost kiss, but they don't. But mm-hmm. then you remember that they're supposed to be engaged. Right. So but it's, it's arranged. So true. But I feel like, why aren't they making out? I know. They should be totally making out. They're alone with no chaperones. Are you kidding? On a horseback ride through the country? Uh, let's do it. <laughs> so then while they're, like, having this talk on the Overlook, um, he, Prince Edward is like, oh, I'm just really stressed with affairs of the state. And Stacy's like, well, it's easier, like, if you have someone to talk to about it. And he's like, oh, you don't have to worry about that stuff. And she's like, what, because I'm a woman? She kind of, like, puts him in his place. Right. Um, She's like, I can handle the state of affairs. And then she, like, she gets back on the horse somehow. Now she knows how to do it. And, like, rides away. She's like, bye, boy, or boy, bye. Yeah. (laughs) Bye, bitch, or boy, bye. It's one of those. Um, And then when she gets back, she calls Margaret to be, like, hey, he's back. And we went on this horseback ride. Um, And then when she calls Margaret, we realize that Olivia found out. Or has, like, had figured it out. Which is a plot point in the other princess movie that I watched. Oh, yeah. The little girl usually figures it out. The little girl knows immediately. Yeah. Is that, like, a thing that they do? I don't know. I mean... Seems like Netflix does it. Yeah. I don't know about Hallmark. Since we're (laughs) making that distinction. Um, But I also feel like, yeah, I would know if... Like, I was saying, I would know if you just, like, switch places with someone. Like, <laughs> Right, it'd be like... Or I'd be like, why are you acting weird? Right, because it's like you're almost like an alien in another, like a human skin or something, and you're just trying to be as relaxed and cool as possible, but you can't be. Yeah. You're obviously, like, total high stress all the time. Like, Prince Edward... I could see how Stacy could fool Prince Edward, right. but, like, I don't think... I think Margaret could fool Olivia, which she didn't, but she definitely couldn't fool... Kevin. Who they've known since high school. (laughs) Yeah, no way. More on that later. Um, But anyway, so Olivia figures it out. And um, when uh, Stacy tells Margaret that Prince Edward's back in town, she says, get out, which I'm pretty sure is also from. Yeah, get out. out. Yeah, Yeah. from Parent Trap. Um, Anyway, so then, like, Kevin joins Margaret and Olivia back at breakfast. And... Kevin's like, well, what are you supposed to do today? What's on your schedule? And Margaret rips up her schedule. She rips it into pieces, everybody. And Kevin, like, jizzes in his pants. He, he, I think he basically does. I can't, that's, like, the only thing stopping him from being with Stacey is that she likes to plan. It's, like, and it's like, well, maybe... You, maybe you need some plan in your yeah. life. I mean, you work at her bakery. Like, right, you have a child. Like, you need some semblance of order in your life you're and also first of all let's talk about just sidebar baking is one of the most exacting professions to be in it's there's no room for like finagling or waffling around or like waffling around yeah there's no room for that you have to be so 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 precise and planned down to like the 
kilograms and the the ounces and every single thing it has to be perfect or your whatever you're baking doesn't turn out and so well that's why she's become a successful baker and like she right. employs him right and it's for so. me it's just like you get it dude like come on you're a baker anyways um then it switches back to uh frank who's like trying to figure out if Stacy is faking and Miss Donatelli and Frank is kind of like on her but Miss Donatelli defends her but there's this weird tension between Frank and Miss Donatelli which and is also a like, parent trap thing like, <laughs> mean tension like we're talking sexual, sexual tension even though Miss Donatelli is like six foot tall and Frank is like five feet tall Very which much is not fine n- not yeah it's fine just kind of well first of all Frank is a, like a sleaze, and, and she's Kelly gorgeous. Is cool. I think she's gorgeous. She's got beautiful red hair. She is the nicest woman, and yeah. very, very supportive and kind. You don't need some kind of like sleaze ball. No, I don't know why they're trying to put these two together, but it's a Christmas thing, so everyone always has to end up with someone, and it's always straight couples. It's always very. Hurt. I was saying that I'm going to write an LGBTQ made for TV. Netflix would totally snatch that up. Yeah. Well, they started doing more, like, diverse ones this year. Like, they had one with a black family that I reviewed in the holiday calendar. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so maybe next year we'll have some gay people. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Um, Then we switch back to Margaret and, like, Kevin and Olivia. They're, like, painting Christmas ornaments outside. And Olivia sees uh, Santa and runs over to him. And then that weird, wise old man... Is back. ...comes up to Kevin and is like... You and Margaret slash Stacy are so in love, and Kevin's like, "We're not in love." My Valentine, white bags. Um, he doesn't say that. That's a but, vine reference. <laughs> Sorry, we like vines. Um, anyways, he's like, "Well, no, she's not my type. Like, have you seen her? She's hideous." <laughs> right? Yeah, she's way too intense. She likes to. <laughs> 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 But, okay, so the wise old man is like, well, you shouldn't be so sure. And Kevin's like, hmm, maybe I can't be so sure. Ooh. And then they go over to Santa, and Olivia's sitting on his lap, and Santa's like, what do you want for Christmas, little girl? And she's like, I want a new mom. Like, what? <laughs> well, she's like, I want ballet slippers, I want a skateboard, oh, yeah, and a new mom. Cut <laughs> dramatically to Princess Margaret. <laughs> And then they take a nice family photo together. It's beautiful. And um, then we're back to Edward and Stacy. Oh, because like Edward asks Stacy to meet him in the portrait gallery. The portrait gallery. And there's like a pic- a painting of Edward's grandma who was like super rebellious. And Edward's like, "You're kind of like my grandma. Maybe we need more people like you around here." Yeah, she spoke her mind. mind. Yeah. So Edward's in love with his grandma, and he actually does apologize, like gives a good apology for being a jerk on the horseback ride, and says that he wants to hear her opinion, and like, of course, she should be involved in the, you know, what right. do they call it, affairs of the state? Affairs of the state. Um, so that's I like Edward. Right. Yeah. Um, and he then, bucked up. Yeah. He's. Kind of better than Kevin. Well, I don't, okay. Well, Kevin has gaslighted Stacy. He, the only reason he doesn't want to be with Stacy is because she's <laughs> quote unquote uptight. Yeah. A which planner. is like a planner, which is like, oh my God, how much more of a man can you be? Go, let's just go with the flow. We don't need like a crazy woman like totally planning our life out. <laughs> um, oh, we didn't really talk about this, but 
a theme throughout this movie is that they say the word schedule, but they say it in an English accent and say schedule. Schedule. And they drop it almost every scene. Yeah. Well, well, we need to follow the schedule. It's not a schedule. schedule? Um, Which is a fun word to say. It is. So I don't blame them. Uh, And then we go back to Margaret and Kevin and Olivia, and they're all at a Xmas Christmas carol which is so spontaneous and they're wearing these quirky christmas headbands spontaneous and they spontaneously have a snowball fight spontaneously in the middle of the street and margaret spontaneously falls on the floor <laughs> well she gets hit by a snowball falls on the floor and, and spontaneously kevin's like, <laughs> kevin's like are you okay and she's like oh one second and she pulls him down on top of her and they have like a moment but Okay, Kevin thinks this is Stacy, his, like, childhood friend from high school. Who he is, he could never picture himself with. Like, yeah. he's very clear on that point multiple, multiple times in the movie. And they've also, they've just been, like, really close friends and coworkers for so long. And then all of a sudden, she's pulling him down on top of her. Like, he would should be more confused. Right, he should be like, oh, this is weird. But he's kind of like... Hmm. Ooh. Intrigue. And then we go back to Stacy and Edward, and they have, like, a charity ball to go to that night, and Stacy is wearing this beautiful red, gorgeous, strapless gown with gloves. I feel like you can only wear gloves if you are at, like, a royal event. Yeah. Like, above the elbow Could you imagine gloves. showing to, up to prom with, like, gloves on? People no. I feel like people at my high school probably did that. Probably mine, too. Yeah. I didn't. Oh, my hands would get too sweaty. Um... Anyways, then sure. they're, like, under mistletoe, and these little kids are like, ooh, you guys mistletoe. should kiss. And she kisses them on the cheek. Again, they're engaged. Yeah. But whatever. But they can't even kiss on the, they can't even peck on the lips. Yeah. Um, and then they ask, or the king and queen ask her to play piano. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really hoping she was going to go over there and, like, play chapstick. Right, like hot cross buns or something. Yeah. <laughs> But or three blind mice would have been a good one. We're <laughs> like Mary had a little. Yeah. <laughs> but like everyone is like cheering, like waiting for her. To yeah, play. they're like yeah! <laughs> clapping, and she's like <gasps> sitting on the piano bench. And I'm like, how is she getting out of this one? Honestly. And then Edward comes to her rescue. Knock knock. And surprise. he's like, let's play Carol of the Bells. Like you just have to play these four notes. And he like plays it for her. And then so she just does that, and he plays like Carol of the Bells. Which how does that one go? It's like. That's the do 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 do. Oh yeah, yeah. ding fries are done. Ding fries are done. Oh, I've got to run. <laughs> um, so they play that, and first, I feel like if she wasn't actually a p- pianist, a pianist, she wouldn't be able to like keep time that well. No, yeah, for sure. But she does a good job. Um, and then afterwards, she sneaks out, and she doesn't wear a coat, even though it's snowing outside and, and earlier in the multiple yeah. ref, like references to oh you don't want to get frostbite do, 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 do. yeah it's supposedly so cold outside but she sneaks out and they go into this like christmas gazebo well it's like a gazebo that's decorated for christmas it has lights it's beautiful and she's sitting out there just thinking because so the charity was or the ball was a charity event for this um like homeless fam- a family homeless shelter and she started asking the king and queen, like, oh, do you guys go to the shelter? Do you visit with these people a lot? And the king and queen are like, no, we don't have time we have for that. We have people for that. Yeah, we just raise money. So she, like, feels like maybe she said something wrong. So she's in the gazebo thinking about it. And Edward comes out and is like, what's up? Are you okay? And she says, like, maybe I said something stupid. And Kev- er, Kevin. And Edward's like, no, like, if you have an opinion, I want to hear it. So, so snap. Yeah. Boys and, on fire. And then he's like, they probably want us to dance when we go inside. She's <gasps> like, well, I'm not a very good dancer. And he's oh, like, well, maybe we should 
practice. Or he says practice <gasps> makes perfect. And so they dance and they oh go, Oh, my God. And I, I really did think of Sound of Music, but this was a much better dancing moment in a gazebo than the one in Sound of Music. <laughs> and he's also not a Nazi. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, that we know of. Yeah, we don't know yet. <laughs> it was neither confirmed nor denied if Prince Edward from A Princess Switch is a Nazi. <laughs> but we're assuming with no. You don't know these You days. never know, yeah. especially... I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> yeah, no, let's not... Uh, we watch these movies from for an escape from... The reality the, of... Yeah, the terrible world. So let's not talk about Nazis anymore. It's a very real thing. Um... Anyways, so let's flash back to shirtless Kevin. Shirtless Kevin. So we go back to the cottage, and Margaret is, like, in there. She calls. She's talking to Stacy on the phone, and Stacy's like, Kevin, or Margaret's like, Kevin's so great. And Stacy's like, what are you talking about? Kevin sucks. Like, Prince Edward's great. And then Kevin walks into the bedroom shirtless. Shirtless. And he has somehow, between being a single dad and working as a sous chef. At a bakery, you know, around baked goods. He has found the time. <laughs> to get his ass and his abs to the And his gym. arms. And his arms and his legs and his pecs and just about every other part of his body to the gym. Uh, yeah, he looks amazing. So great job, Kevin. Good casting. <laughs> um, anyways, and <laughs> Margaret sees him and is like, oh, uh, she's like, uh, good evening. <laughs> and he asks for toothpaste. But okay, but then Margaret, like, he leaves and Margaret tells Stacy, like, um, have you ever seen Kevin shirtless? Like, what the frick? And Stacy's like, no, I've never seen him shirtless. So did Kevin, like, come, like, he started having feelings for who he thinks is Stacy, so he, like, purposely took off his like, shirt to be like, can I borrow toothpaste? Like, more flexing all his muscles. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Margaret liked it. So, um, then, oh, wait, Stacy also tells Margaret that Kevin hasn't had anyone in his life since Olivia's mom left. And it's left, guys. Olivia's mom is not deceased, I passed on. I thought she was dead for I did sure. Too, but usually no, they she are. left, and Kevin kept the baby. Yeah, I want that movie. Yeah. What happened? How old was Olivia? Can we have Kevin's origin story? Wait, also, Olivia wants a new mom. So, like, did her mom not only leave, but, like, left her life? That's kind of sad. We need Kevin's origin story. I want Olivia's orange origin story. Which would, oh, uh, yeah. Which would include Kevin. Yeah. Um, but there's no time for that, because the next morning, <laughs> Stacy and Edward go on a carriage ride and they say they need to schedule a day to see the <laughs> orphanage or the it's a homeless shelter but it's really an orphanage because when yeah. they go there it's only children but so they go there and mm-hmm. Stacy is reading them a Christmas book and it's very wholesome and then they realize that there's no toys under the tree so Stacy's like we should oh my gosh Stacy's like it's spontaneous yeah. <laughs> I wanted to talk about this Stacy does the most beautiful spontaneous thing in the world she's like there's no Christmas tree there's no presents under the tree we need to go buy them gifts. We need to wrap them. We need to bake, bake all yeah. of this food for them and blah, 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 surprise them with this beautiful Christmas morning. And if that's not spontaneous, then I don't know what is. Kevin, back up. Yeah, Stacey's like, we have the afternoon off, like just the afternoon. Let's go do all these things. Right, whereas before she was like, schedule, 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 schedule. <laughs> schedule. Um, so they go to the toy store and in there they find a twister mat and then they start playing twister. Even though she's Important wearing, to, she's wearing a super mini yeah. skirt and, um, Edward has never played twister before. He's like, Oh, look at that. A mat with colored dots. Yeah. Yay. And she's like, uh, it's freaking twister. It's twister. Um, I wonder what the 
like why the writers did that. It's like he's so bored. He, I, they probably do they play Twister in other countries? I have no I idea. Know. Please let us know. <laughs> Please let us <laughs> to know. To the two people listening to this. Do you play Twister where you live? <laughs> Please comment below. There's no comment section. Please review this podcast. Give it five stars and comment if there's Twister where you live. Um, it's crucial. Uh, so anyway, this is like, this has to be the end of Act 2 because I think, is this the climax or no? Is the competition the climax? Because this is a part of the movie where... So Stacy and Edward are in the toys or in the toy store buying toys for the orphanage, and then Margaret, Kevin, and Olivia come in the toy store, and then they like see each other, and everyone's freaking out, and Miss Donatelli pretends to faint so that she distracts Frank. Right. They then, distractions and yeah, yeah, it's very hectic. But then that wise old man from who's like keeps popping up comes in and is like, Margaret, can you help me with my car? And so they have an excuse to leave, and like no one found them out. Um, I guess that's probably not the climax then because. No, I think the climax is Frank and the Queen. Yeah. Which we'll get to. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. You never thought I'd say Frank and the Queen, did you? (laughs) Stay tuned for more. (laughs) If you ever remember who Frank is. Have we mentioned the Queen yet? (laughs) There's so many many people in all of these movies, and they all have, like, the most boring names Yeah, the the Queen, Frank. Gavin would have been an interesting name. Gavin would have been a better name. And also, there's a more ethnic name, I think. Yeah. He is racially ambiguous. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> for those who want to know, uh, okay. So then, Stacy and Ed, or Stacy makes cookies for these kids, and Edward's like, "What the fuck? Like, why are these cookies so good? These cookies are so good." And the queen is watching this interaction happen, and she's like, "Ooh, my son is falling in love." And then the king is like, I'm suspicious because Stacy wants to buy toys for the kids in the orphanage. Right. He's like super suspicious. And it's like, dude, she's doing something nice. For like people. What? And why? What? Why are you such a jerk and about it? And the queen is like, honey, honey, they're falling in love. That's all that matters. And he goes, you're right. And she is. And yeah. that's that. That's the end of that from the king. There's not a lot of like build up there. He just like immediately agrees with his wife. Right. Which is smart because she's smart. Um, so then they go to the orphanage, and Edward's like, we're going to come visit you guys once a month. And the kids are super excited. And then there's a mistletoe there, <gasps> and they have their first kiss in front of all the kids. On the lips, yeah. everyone. They, no tongue, no but they kiss on the lips. And then, unfortunately, that is the night that they're supposed to switch back, because it's the night before the competition. Mm-hmm. So they're both kind of like saying goodbye to their men. So Kevin cooked Margaret this dinner, and... Um, Send. She said it's the best spaghetti she ever had. And this is a <laughs> duchess who has traveled the world, probably vacationed in multiple parts of Italy, and she's like, this is the best spaghetti i ever had. It's like Kevin from Chicago. Kevin, Kevin from Chicago, baker extraordinaire with his 17-pack of abs. <laughs> he never He's eats not spaghetti. eating pasta. <laughs> Lies. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> Kevin sends Olivia upstairs to go to sleep, and they're like, let's watch Get out of here, kid. (laughs) Yeah, wink, wink. But then they're like, let's watch a movie, a Christmas movie. And they turn on Netflix. Netflix. And they watch A Christmas Prince. They do. It's like full circle. They did that in a holiday calendar as well. She, like, turns on Netflix, and it's Netflix Christmas What do they put on? It doesn't say. She's, like, binging after a, like breakup type thing. Anyways, you'll have to listen to my first episode to find I out. Will, I listened to the first five minutes just so I could kind of get a feel for what this is. Okay. 
I'm glad you did your research. <laughs> um, anyways, he touches her knee at this point. I made a note of it. And they had popcorn. They did. Um, and then... He popped the corn. That's what he said. <laughs> they actually show the end of A Christmas Prince. They do. Like, I guess they have the rights to all that stuff. They so do. They but it's also spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen The Christmas Prince... And you don't want to be spoiled. <laughs> don't watch this movie and because then be spoiled. What if in the movie they actually like watched the entire entire how meta could we get? It's like I watched a Netflix movie where all we did was watch, watch the Netflix, Netflix movies. movies. Um, okay, so anyways, then they go back to Edward and Stacy who aren't cuddling watching Netflix. They're like kissing, saying goodnight, and Edward gives Stacy like a, the necklace that his grandma was wearing in yes. that portrait, and it's of his family crest, which is like. In Latin, but it means like truth, honor, and love. Yes. Something. Emphasis on truth because everyone is freaking lying to each other. Liar, liar. Um, and then Kevin, we go back to Kevin and Margaret, and he gives her a necklace with a locket of the picture they took with Santa, the family mm-hmm. picture. And then he's like, I wrote it down. I know we've been friends for so long, but these last few days, I feel like you could be more, more to me. And then they kiss, <laughs> and then Margaret freaks out and is like, let's pretend this never happened. Okay. At this point, Kevin thinks that this is his friend Stacy from high school. Right. And all of a sudden, all he's of like, his history with her is behind that, plus yeah. like him thinking she's loosening, loosening up. <laughs> wink, wink. No, wink. but he thinks that she, that they like all of a sudden have like connected in this way, have fallen in love, and they kiss. And then she's like, oh, never mind. Let's pretend that never happened. Like, that would be so right. heartbreaking. Like, what if it was your twin sibling and you guys switched places? And your twin fell in love with your best friend, but your best friend thought it was you the whole time. It doesn't make, yeah, I It's just know. like, how is that morally okay? Well, it's only, it's like they're both, it's messed up on multiple levels because it's only two days. So like someone you've known for right. whatever, 20 or now, like 15 years, and then all of a sudden two days and you're in love with them, but also it's really messed up to lie to someone and pretend to be someone else and like be kissing them and stuff. Right. That's not Right. Um, but we'll allow it <laughs> for this movie. For this. And then there's, like, a quick scene where they show Brianna, if you remember, the, her nemesis from Le Cordon Bleu, this pointless character, snips the uh, electric cord for the mixer in the right. middle of the night. which I have a bone to pick about that, because if this is a baking competition, that's, like, 56th baking competition, don't you think they have this, sh- like, shit on lock, like, first of all? Yeah, How she did just, Brianna like, get into the studio? She just walks on set that's right. set up the night before. right. She walks on set. She has these plier scissors. She's in this, like, dark um, trench coat-looking thing. <laughs> like, what are you doing, first of all, in the middle of the night? Second of all... They would have extra mixers. They would have extra yeah. mixers. And then there's more to come. Some more anger that I have about this mixer. <laughs> about the mixers, yeah. I care a lot about cooking, guys. This is a big deal to me. <laughs> um, yes, we'll get to that later. But first, the twins meet up. Or they're not actually twins, but mm. distant cousins who look identical meet up, and they're like, well, I guess we have to switch. But while they're talking, they realize that they're both, like, in love with each other's guys. And while they're talking, Frank, the skeezy guy, is, like, outside on a balcony taking pictures of them. So he's, like, caught them together in the room. And then he trips forward over the, ba- balcony, the balcony. and Which falls. makes no sense. Yeah, it was, it was a bad stunt. But the camera's okay, and he, like, goes to try and tell the king, like, give the king the pictures. But the queen intercepts and, like, sends him away to clean the toilets. And then she, like... Power move. Yeah. And then she goes out to the garden, and that weird, wise old man is out there. And she, like, shows him the pictures, like, some stranger. Yeah, like, oh, here, gardener. What Look at this think? horrible thing that has happened in my palace. And then I think he, like, casts a spell on her. 
What do you mean? <laughs> there's no magic. Yes. <laughs> because he like tips his hat and there's like what sparkles. The? No, they're freaking. Yes. No, there is not. <laughs> he tips his hat because he's an old man wearing a hat. <laughs> no. And she's like, good day, sir, because she's the queen and whatever. And this is a Hallmark movie. No, it's a Netflix movie. Okay. And, <laughs> no, okay, we're going to go back and watch it, but I swear to God, he's like, that's nothing to worry about. <laughs> that's nothing to worry about. Ting. There's no sprinkles or anything. It was just like a light motif with the music. It was like ding, and that's it. Because it's it suggests that he has some sort of sway over them because he's yes, this he casts a spell on her. <laughs> this is not it's Harry Potter. He casts a spell to like make it okay. Anyway, spell to make you okay. <laughs> you wish. So then the queen like finds Edward and Margaret, who is now actually herself and is like I can't go to the baking competition I'm freaking tired like you guys should go instead like wink Whoa, wink where Kevin and Stacy the real Stacy is yeah and they are there okay it kind of shows Kevin and Stacy oh no then we sh- they shows them in the competition and their cake is looking really good and then Stacy's like I need to puree the berries and she goes to puree them in the mixer this, the mixer like the KitchenAid <laughs> stand mixer also the cake is already like all the tears are done, and, and they haven't used the, the mixer yet. That is what's killing me. The cake, there's oh, yeah, like... the icing. They have four... No, it's fondant. Fondant, but to make fondant, you still need a stand mixer. <laughs> so it's like, they have a four-level cake, they've somehow made the cake, got it in the oven, made the icing that you have to put in between all of the cakes, you know, like the buttercream or something, because there's definitely layers in there, guys. There's definitely <laughs> layers. Do you watch Great British Bake Off? And then they stack the cakes, put the fondant on, and then... Now I need to quote unquote puree berries How would, in a stand mixer. You put them in your blender or your food processor. Okay, so why wouldn't the writers have just made it a food processor? That is a great question. I'm gonna write to Netflix. We should write to Netflix. I mean, did they make the cake the day before? No, because uh, Stacy was the princess and the princess was Stacy. Well, no, also it's a five hour baking competition. Exactly. Which, and there's people in the audience like. After five hours, you're yeah. not gonna have used your stand mixer? That's the first thing you turn on to mix your batter. That whole. Anyway, that yeah, is like that the whole most plot fr- point is very loosely written yeah. and it's not good. No. Um, but so then we go back to Margaret and Edward, and Margaret's like, well, shit, like he's gonna find out that. No, this is not the end of the second act. This is like towards the end of the movie now. Yeah. Oh, the king and the queen? I don't know. I'm not well, sure. Well, we, we are hitting the, the, the climax is the queen, I think, or when Stacy sit or Margaret sits down with the prince on the bench. And she says, I have something to tell you. And this is right before they go over to the baking competition. Because that's the climax. And the denouement is, like, coming down from that. Yeah, but then the coming down is, like, short. Well, that sometimes the, sometimes the like, that third act is, like, five minutes long. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see the script for this. <laughs> <laughs> How many pages do you think it was? Like, two and a half? No, this was, like, a long-ass movie. Well, I'm saying the ending. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, one page. It's like, all right, wrap it up. Wrap it up, wrap it up. Um, so then Margaret tells, well, okay, Margaret tells Edward about the switch. We learn after the fact. We don't actually see her tell him. Which I think is a cop-out. And they did the same thing. We learn that Olivia finds out about um, Margaret pretending to be Stacy, but they don't actually show it. Right, which We just, is a like, cop learn out. about it after the fact. Like, which well, I think the princess, the Christmas prince does better because we find out that the little girl and the, the Christmas prince finds out about the girl pretending yeah. to be a journalist we see that happen on screen. We see it happen on screen when the prince finds out that the girl is lying about being a journalist. Yeah. And so it kind of adds that tension that you need. 
Because the tension that they, we have right now in this movie is Frank. Yeah. But nothing comes of that guy. tension because the queen intercepts. And which I'm fine. I'm happy with that. But like. Yeah. It is kind of like a huge point in the movie. And then they choose not to write it. Right. But also, what was I going to say? There's also no motivation behind why Frank would want to. Yeah. All of a sudden. Be creepy and it's evil. Like the king is like obsessed with Stacy acting weird. And like, but then towards the end of the movie, he's nice again. So yeah. we'll get to that part at the end. But also, I want to say this movie has a lot going on. There's like, I don't know. I guess they have to do the British or the British Bake Off. The baking competition is like the reason why she's there. But it's like the stress of them switching. And then it's like, is she going to win the baking competition against the nemesis? And then it's like this actual part, which is the main part in the movie, is like people finding out that they switched. It's just glossed over. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, so they show up at the competition and the judge says like, well, the blueberries were not as, or like the puree wasn't as smooth as I would like it, but it was still good. And then they like announce the winners and obviously. Which is another thing. The, what do they do? Puree, like just puree berries and shove it on top of the cake or in the middle of the oh, cake. Oh yeah. Which the cake was already made by the way. <laughs> um, okay. And it was in the layers where they would have absolutely had done like a jam, which you would cook over a burner, not. Okay. <laughs> so somehow they made a good cake, even though I have to say that the Brianna, her cake. Okay. So Stacy and Kevin's cake was like just a regular tear cake. And it was decorated very nicely, like with Christmassy, like themed thing motif yeah but um brianna's cake was like ornaments like, like balls round stacked on each round other. cakes yeah like stacked on th- it was very cool yeah but maybe decorated really good. delicately it was nice yeah <laughs> but she got a second place she did and stacy and kevin won obviously they should have had stacy and kevin make the ornament one yeah i don't know um so anyways, Margaret and Edward come in to present the awards, and Margaret is wearing these giant sunglasses indoors on this television show, which is very weird, but it's so people don't know. Like, people don't know what she looks like at all, like we said in the beginning. Right. Um, so <laughs> then they present the awards, and, like, they get up to Stacy and Kevin, and then they all, like, go backstage to, like, talk about everything, and basically they both profess that they're who they're in love with. And they're like, what should we do? And they just decide that they're going to, like, switch. Is, so, is Margaret just not... She's still a duchess, I guess. Mm-hmm. But she could, they don't say. Like, does she move to Chicago? They or, don't say. Or does Kevin move to wherever the fake country they, they live say. in? No, they don't say. But then... so But Stacy is going to move and be with... Well, they don't... Well, no, she does move there she, to marry Prince Edward. Yeah. And she's going to, like, open up a bakery or something. She's going right. to continue baking. Um... And then Olivia comes in and she's very excited that Margaret and Kevin are going to be together because, mm-hmm. like, she wanted a new mom or whatever for Christmas. And then Stacy, well, oh, Stacy doesn't agree yet because she kind of freaks out and she goes back out on stage in front of everyone and Edward follows her and, like, asks, proposes to her and everyone is, oh, he says, like, this was the plan all along. This the was plan. fate. This was destiny. This was me. on schedule. Schedule, everyone. Um, and everyone cheers them on, which is so weird because they all thought that he was engaged to this other person, but everyone all of a sudden is on board. Right. And also, Margaret shows up to, like, give out the awards for this baking competition with Edward, wearing these massive glasses because nobody's supposed to know who she is. Yeah. And then she takes them off and, like, gives out the awards, and then everyone's running around. No, no, no. She keeps the sunglasses on during Does the she? awards. Yes, which is weird. But also, okay, if she, this was, like, her first public appearance, I feel like people would be more freaked out about right. it. Right. Uh, yeah. The whole thing is weird. No one seems to care. But, you know, they they prob- they should have showed them, like, publish in the newspaper, like, explaining what had happened. Right. I think. 
to give me some peace of mind. But they didn't. So um, everyone cheers. Even, oh, even Brianna cheered when they got engaged. She did. She smiled a little bit, and she clapped. And it was like, wow, Brianna's not so evil after all. That was her even character arc. she snuck into Wembley Studios with her weird trench coat <laughs> and her weird scissors and cut the stand mixer, which they didn't use until hour five. Whatever. Um, <laughs> okay. Fast forward a year, and they're at Edward and Stacy's wedding, and everyone's there. And Frank, I feel like Frank and Miss Donatelli or whatever are an item. They kind of had something going on the whole movie. There was, like, that tension we talked about, yeah. sexual tension, which is, again, a nod to the parent trap and, like, everything that happens there. There's nothing explicit, necessarily, I feel but like they gave each other a look. They gave each other a look, and Miss Donatelli's hair is down. She's been wearing it up the whole time, and now it's down in these beautiful big ringlet curls, and it's like... It's also a wedding. She's letting loose. But she deserves better than Frank. Anyway. She does, especially... Mm. Well, and the king and queen are really happy, too, so the king's nice now, too. Right. Well, it's, it's like they make all these people evil for a second, and it's like, actually, they're fine. <laughs> as soon as they start listening to the women, it's fine. Well, okay, when they are watching the Netflix Christmas movies, they do mention that, like, Christmas movies always have a happy ending... Mm-hmm. That like makes you cry, which that doesn't make you cry if it's no. a happy ending. Um, but anyway, so then the the last scene is that uh, Stacy like throws her bouquet, and Margaret catches it, and Kevin implies that like they'll get married or get engaged on New Year's Eve, and then you see the old man at the wedding, mm-hmm. the wise old man. Mm-hmm. He like sneaks out of the crowd, and then I think they like Stacy and the prince cut the cake, and they laugh and smile, and, and boom, 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 done, deli, baby. Credits roll, and, and that's. that's- that's, That's the, the movie. movie. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> we, should, we should do a princess switch. <laughs> we should we should switch switch places. Let's get plastic surgery to look exactly alike. Oh my god! Um, okay, now I have to rate it. I have three categories. Okay. So my first category is Christmas coziness. I will rate this one like a nine out of ten for Christmas coziness. Okay. Because is nine like super cozy and one is not? Yes. Okay. Um, just because it, I felt like. The town was really cute. The cottage was decorated nicely. Mm-hmm. There was, like, the ornaments, carolers, Santa. It had everything. It did. And good outfits. Yes. This had, like, some of the best outfits I think I've seen in a mm-hmm. made-for-TV Christmas movie. It was nice. I would have to say, compared to The Christmas Prince, the outfits were horrible in that movie. Yes, like, nothing- her stupid red converse that she wore <laughs> to, like, a uh, like a press conference. And like, <laughs> right, and she had this horrible, like, prom dress for, like, this beautiful stately <laughs> ball, and I'm just like, nah. Yeah, it so, wasn't believable. Well, I wouldn't expect anything less of Vanessa Hudgens. Right. Um, so, yeah, and then my next category is romance. Like, do I like the couples? I liked Prince Edward and... Stacy, I agree. I think that they really hit it off. There was a level of seriousness to that relationship with, mm-hmm. like, they talked about the affairs of state, foreign policy, <laughs> like, women having a voice in the relationship. Yeah. He was... He apologized. He apologized, and he was always very much like, I want to hear what you have to say. I'm yeah. sorry that I acted this horribly. I, I really respect you, and I really care about you. And, like, that, to me, brings a level of seriousness to... <laughs> And I think but, that's yeah. important for romance. Well, that's why they got married. That's right. I Okay, I really do like Margaret. Kevin, I mean, I still like him. I just feel like they they wanted to, like, I think they needed to drive home that Kevin and Stacey were never an item so that it wouldn't be weird for Margaret to get with Kevin. Right. And so I understand why weak. they did it, but I just think it wasn't executed that well. Right. But I think they were a cute couple. I liked when they, like, you know, drank hot chocolate and watched a movie together. Um, and, like, his daughter really likes her like it's a nice little family yeah I think it's gonna they're gonna be happy and great I do think it was 
the weaker of the two. Yes. But as far as romance, they had some good lines in here, I think. So mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna give it like a 7 out of 10. Okay. Mostly for Prince Edward and I always rate everything high. Because <laughs> uh, it's like supposed to be bad. Um, but no, I liked, I liked Prince Edward a lot. Um, and then my last one is a, like realistic believability. Because sometimes some of these movies are crazy. This one obviously is like that they'd go to this baking competition and that her her like former classmate would be there. Right, and also the fact the way that she gets into the baking competition is um, Kevin sends in like a photo of her <laughs> cake and a recipe card, and it's like you do realize in order to get into these competitions, you need to be like traveling and competing, and like you need to go through rounds of trials. Like that's how this stuff works. Yeah, they don't just like. And she's an unknown, quote-unquote, unknown pastry chef from some random shop in Chicago. Nobody knows her. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and there's only, like, four people in the competition. Right. And we're talking about, like, the best pastry chefs in the entire world. Has anybody here watched Chef's Table (laughs) Pastry? Like, hello. So, not very believable. Yeah, and I don't think it... I really don't think that Kevin's character would have fallen in love with, like, fake Stacy after two days. Because um, I'm thinking of, like... Guy, my guy friends that I've known since high school, like, I don't think two days of hanging out with them and they're, like, acting slightly different that all of a sudden I'd be in love with them. Like, right. No, I totally agree. So I'm going to I'm gonna score, like, a four on believability. I'm with you on that one. Um, just because, yeah. I mean, and I think everybody loves a, a Switching Places movie. Like, everybody's seen The Parent Trap. Actually, yeah, I'm going to score it, like, a two because I don't think Switching Places works. Like, did you have identical twins in high school that switched places i feel like people i've heard of like people trying to do that and it doesn't like your friends would know right no for sure i think that's true actually no a one in believability there's no way that these two people would be like perfectly right and it's it's totally different like if we're talking parent trap and it's these two young girls whatever well they actually are twins and they actually are twins but if you're trying to switch places like a baker from chicago with this beautiful duchess from some tiny european country and like you suddenly have to understand the etiquettes of court yeah. overnight. <laughs> There's no way. She shows up to, pr- to breakfast with the king and queen, and, <laughs> and they're like, oh, she's acting strange. Pithy like, too, is that what she says? What? Pithy too. Pretty tell. Pretty tell. <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah, so no, believability Actually, is pretty low. Okay, I'll give it a one. But it's okay. Sometimes you need an unbelievable sure. story. Um, but overall, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. How do you feel about it? I... Did have a lot of fun watching it. There were so many quirky (laughs) moments that made me laugh. And it was just so unbelievable at some points. You just have to, like, have fun and enjoy it and laugh. Um, And, yeah, there's something about Christmas movies always just, like, kind of being happy and cozy and whatever. And I really do like that. I love anything with switching places. I love (laughs) anything with, like, royalty and, like, the commoner falling in love with the royal whatever. I okay. really love that stuff. So this is that is, why you wanted to watch Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe? Okay, so I really wanted <laughs> to watch Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe. I did watch the trailer for it, and I will tell you that I'm not excited about it after seeing the trailer. Because Pride and Prejudice is one of my fave books, movies, well, obviously television shows. it's Lifetime, they're not, or Hallmark. But they could probably have adapted it a little bit better. Well, they didn't have enough time. I'm pretty sure they write these movies in, like, two weeks and then film them in two weeks. For sure. Um, But anyway, so thank you for coming on my podcast. Thanks for having me. And recapping and review. Um, And, yeah. I hope you will have me back next year. 
<laughs> next Christmas? Next Christmas. Okay. But then we would have already switched places. <laughs> <gasps> yes. This time next year, I will be Grace. And I'll be Chelsea. Okay. And that's all we have for tonight. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye.